evening, everyone. This is Tala with Drive Through Therapy. Thank you guys so much for joining me tonight on another episode. And as always, I'm grateful for your support. And this is the first episode of 2022. And I've been reflecting on this episode for some time because I recently got an email that asked about how do we self-soothe and got me thinking about how do I approach our need to self-soothe. What has helped me the most in my own transformation and in helping other people transform? What has been the most useful on this journey for me? I've got it down to one thing. And this one thing is something that I continuously, I continuously have to work on, on my own self, not, a, not just people, but for myself. And it's something that when I do, I feel the most relief from, but it requires a little bit of pain, a little bit of suffering, just a tiny bit of suffering that we have to go through in order for us to get to this powerful part that results from this thing I'm about to teach you how to do today. And that is called radical acceptance. Now, not just acceptance is what I'm asking people to do here. We're talking about radical acceptance, acceptance of the what is, and that's the hardest thing for any human being to do, accepting what is. So let me give you an example of what it looks like. Let's say I am married and my husband cheats on me. A lot of times I can't accept such a big thing of my husband just cheating on me. If my self-esteem is already low before I even met this man, uh, I might go into figuring out who he's cheating on me with. I might look them up in social media. I might uh, question my self-worth. I might do all that. I, I have a lot of opinions and a lot of feelings and judgments about the situation, which will not let me look at things with clarity. It will not let me look at things on, and how they really are as they are without any judgment, without any opinion. Because if I had to accept that my husband cheated on me and in his action, he is telling me where he's at and what is imp what is priority for him. If I had to just accept that as is, it's too painful, too painful. So we as human beings will tend to avoid such a big thing to accept and we'll make so many justifications, excuses, have opinions about things, uh, spend time and energy trying to figure out other answers than the one that's right in front of us instead of radical acceptance, radically accepting what is. And oh boy, oh boy, I, I suffer from this myself. It could be the simplest thing. I could have contractors working on my house, barely show up, and I put money into the situation and I have to accept that they're not doing the work consistently. And I might have to accept the money I've already put in there and lost to try to hire other people for me to make that transition, to accept the truth of the matter is going to help me because if I accept the contractors are inconsistent and I have to let them go, it'll help me solve the problem for the long term and get another set of contractors to do the work properly. So I could get myself in a rut by not accepting this and keep <laughs> saying, well, I put money into this. They need to do the work and I keep trying to force them and I'll make them do it and I'll yell and I'll scream and I'll... all of this. I'm not accepting as it is. I'm only wanting it the way I want it and how it should be and how 
I expect it to be. I'll have a lot of opinions about it and I will not accept what is, which takes a little longer for me to actually start problem solving, to get new contracts, to do the contract work and to finish it, right? Because my ego, my pride, a bit of everything will not let me accept things as they are without having a judgment about about them, just as they are and exactly what they mean as they are right? Whether my husband cheats on me or uh, the contractors are not, they're not consistent. They don't show up. They want more money and they're really just not going to finish the work. They're just not consistent. So like whatever it is I have to accept, I, I have to accept as is so I can move forward. But that lack of acceptance, friends, that's what causes us to be emotionally stuck, mentally stuck. We can't move forward. We are sitting in uh, a muddy, discontent state of mind because we're trying to come up with judgments, uh, excuses, justifications. We talk about how it should be you know, and we just want it to be the way that we want it to be and that it's not that way and it should be that way. And we could keep complaining about it is another way to say that. But all that will get us is into a place of, uh, best way to say that is self-pity and a sense of dissatisfaction, constant irritability and dissatisfaction because I'm not looking at my life as it is. There's a beauty to accepting things radically. And radically means it's like, it's rough <laughs> to accept it as it is, but I'm going to have to accept it. So for example, it's rough to accept that, uh, you know, my husband is a cheater and he cheated on me as it is. Like, it's, it, I don't need to have other answers. I don't need to compare myself to another woman. I don't need to say he shouldn't have done this. We are married, blah, blah, blah. Like, I don't need to go through all that. Uh, I just accept it as it is. That's radical acceptance of my world. And when I radically accept it, as much as it hurts, so that's the suffering I'm talking about, as much as it, this, there's pain in that, that's okay. That pain allows us to move forward. So this way, I'm not wasting time with a person that, you know, I, I, I cannot live with because this person already cheated. So the trust for me would be gone and I got to really move forward. And if I don't resolve the situation, you know, on my end and accept the things on my end, then I'm going to really take it out on people around me. I'm going to take it out on myself most mostly because I'm not going to like myself for staying, for example, in a relationship where I know I've been treated unfairly or done wrong or whatever the case is. And I'm just staying in there. I'm just staying in there because I have all these excuses. I know I'm lying to myself. So radical acceptance of my situation and me in it, right? is going to help me move forward to solving the problem, to seeing the problem with clarity. That's number one. And having no opinions or no judgments about it, just as is. I don't need to explain it emotionally to myself. I just, hey, it's, I was cheated on. It hurt. I know I can accept that it's hard for me to go back from that. And so I have to move forward because I cannot let it go. If I keep in that relationship, I might 
take it out on that person, bring up the past. I will never be over it. And I will not like myself for tolerating being in a relationship where this has occurred, right? So going back to this, the listener that I told you about that wrote me the email on self-soothing, that's what they asked. They asked, what is, how, how do I self-soothe? And I, and I really think that the main takeaway here is by radically accepting not just yourself first and foremost, but what's happening in front of you and looking at it as it is. And you know, in session, I really make a lot of people, as much as it hurts them, take a look at things as they are, label them as they are. A lot of people will resist. They'll have a lot of opinions and judgments about how they feel about the situation. I feel betrayed. I feel da 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 da, which all is valid and true. But it's, it almost keeps you in, it almost keeps you stuck, immobile, because you cannot make decisions. You're too busy having opinions about it that it just does not help you move forward. I hope you're, you're, you're following me so far because it's such an important thing, you know, out of anything I could say about self-soothing and trust me, I prepared a whole a bunch of flashcards on it, but then I had to toss them aside because all I really want people to do to self-soothe is to start by accepting what is in front of them, even if it hurts accepting it. It doesn't mean I have to agree with it. It doesn't mean that um, it cannot change, but for what it is now, it is as it is. And so asking myself based on what I see now, what's available, the information that's available to me now, what is it that I would like to do? What's my next move? Just like that. And you have no idea how it's such an easy question to ask, but many people have trouble with it because they want to have opinions about the situation. And I'm like, irrelevant, irrelevant. You have to radically accept that the situation is there and it exists as it is. Whether you like it or not like it, it's almost a, a secondary thing. It's not the primary. Um, so accepting the situation as it is. So if I'm at work and the work is no longer pleasing me, you know, and it's not serving my highest good, then I have to accept that about myself. But oh no, if we don't accept it, then we go into little actions that mean absolutely very little to the long-term uh, resolution, which is I'll have opinions about it. I'll talk about my coworkers. I'll have opinions about my supervisors. I'll think they're dumb and I, they should be more, they should be more compassionate. They should have these skills. They should, they should, they should. And I'm sitting there complaining about it rather than saying, I accept that this place is not a good match for me as hard as it is to accept. I can't control any other outcomes here. All I can control is whether I decide to stay or to find a different job or apply to other jobs. That simple. Radical acceptance is so darn simple. We we almost want to make it complicated by, by having emotions about it and having uh, opinions about it, which bog, boggle up everything. And it's it keeps you stuck. I can't say that enough. I'm, I'm repeating this over and over again because I want to make sure that you move forward and that you understand that 
radically accepting is not about agreeing with it. You don't have to agree with it. I don't have to agree with my husband cheating, for example. I just have to accept that he cheated. I have to accept myself and my role in that situation. I'm married to this person. Am I able to live and tolerate this? Or will I keep bringing it up and it will just destroy my self-esteem and destroy communication in that relationship? And if I accept at this point that I'm not going to be able to move past it, then I need to sacrifice this relationship, right? Uh, Let it go in order for the highest good to play out for me and the other person. Because sacrifice in a lot of ways is love, especially when I have to sacrifice something that I love for the highest good of all. So when I have opinions like this is terrible, this is unfair, I'm stuck repeating these words over and over about my situation. This shouldn't have happened. This is terrible. Uh, what else do we say? How do people deal with this? I can never uh, catch a break. We expect things to be different. Whatever the case is, it's all keeping us emotionally stuck. Looking at things as they are brings us closer and closer towards solving the problem and moving forward towards movement. If you find yourself doing a lot of these complaining sessions within you, if you're putting a lot of your energy on telling a story to everybody about how this is not fair, how this is, it didn't work out the way you expected, how things should be, people should behave this way, people, my contractors should fulfill the contract. And uh, even if that is the truth, even if that is something that is ethically right, I paid them for it. They should fulfill it. Even if that's true, I have to accept, even though it hurts, that they are not prioritizing this and that it might not be completed in time. So I have to make the next decision to serve the highest good of all. I can't keep tracking them down. I got to let them go. And so this way I can move on and hire new contractors, for example. So it really matters. This really matters to take care of yourself, to maintain a state of peace on the inside, to self-soothe. Radical acceptance has to be the main tool that you use in your toolbox. That's the best way to say that. I don't even want you to spend too much time learning anything else as much as I want you to learn radical acceptance. Radical acceptance. It's not a term that I came up with, but I'm going to borrow it from dialectical behavioral therapy, but also acceptance is a pretty big influencer. The concept itself is a pretty big influencer in such faiths as Buddhism, as well as Christianity and other religions. Acceptance is everywhere in the spiritual books and the spiritual concepts that we learn. So I'm not telling you anything you don't already know. All I'm doing is confirming it for you, but also making sure that you have the focus on the right place. Radical acceptance. Radical acceptance where we all need to be, where we all need to focus at. It will 
make us spend less time being angry at things when they don't come out the way we want them, angry at people when they don't behave the way we want them. When we have expectations that do not play out the way we expect, we are going to be able to self-soothe and recover from those situations and events a lot quicker when we radically accept things as they are. I happened to overpay for a vehicle recently that I had to purchase, and I overpaid because I didn't understand when purchasing this vehicle. I didn't understand the, 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 the certain subtleties in it, and I was taken advantage of. I came back home and I was really angry about this. I was, I had a lot of opinions, as you can only imagine, right? A lot of opinions. But eventually, eventually, I didn't need to say anything else to myself. I had to stop all the little opinions I had about it. Oh, they should have behaved this way. It was unethical, blah, 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 blah. Uh, I, I, you know, all this had to simmer down because eventually I bought the vehicle. I signed the contract for it. Uh, and financially I could, I could handle it. It is what it is. It just happened the way it did happen. Not the way I expected, but it occurred the way it occurred. And it's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. So it helped me move forward from it rather than obsessing about it and staying in this circular pattern of thinking over and over how things should have happened. It should have been this way. How, how did I not know about this? I should have known. And I, and I'm hating myself for this. And I'm like, ah, bludgeoning myself emotionally. We don't need all that. The, the quicker way to, the quickest way to self-soothe from this friends is to radically accept. I overpaid. I just didn't know what I didn't know. And that's it. I didn't know it. So next time, if I well, to purchase another vehicle, I will know this, these little subtleties that I had to learn in this situation. And that's how I learned. So I have to radically accept things as they are. And it's a radical situation, friends. I overpaid. But again, <laughs> radical acceptance means just that. I have to accept things radically, <laughs> radically. Uh, even if my opinions, my emotions about it, whatever I perceive it should be, says different, I still have to accept what is. And that is, I have a contract, I've, I, I have to fulfill it, it's a vehicle, and that's how much I paid for it. That's Those are the facts, friends. Cannot, cannot sway them too much. It has to stay there. And in me accepting, I recover and move forward and just enjoy the ride, literally and figuratively. I'll enjoy that ride. Yeah, things are as they are and some things we can't help. We could replay how we could have done it differently in our head. We could spend time replaying this nonsense for hours and days and hating ourselves for for not knowing something we should have known. But the best thing to do to self-soothe is to accept radically. Just go, go all in and accept. Just accept things as they are. It's done, friends. The contract is signed. It's done. The husband cheated. It's done. The contractors are inconsistent. It's done. All of this hard to accept may be painful, but it has to be accepted in order for us to, to go to problem solving, to move forward and make decisions with more clarity. How beautiful. This ends suffering, friends. Radical acceptance can help us end 
or reduce suffering significantly, hence the self-soothing. What else could I give you that's more beneficial to you than radical acceptance? I can't think of anything. And I'm, I had all this prepared with how many things that we could do to self-soothe, but I got it down to one, one I want you to focus on. That's it. These episodes are made for you to listen to over and over. They're timeless in nature, so they're, they're no, in non-specific order. I'm intuitively driven to do a, a, an episode on a topic, and if it meets you in the right time, perfect. That's what it's for. But it's also made for you to replay it over and over again. It helps you with conditioning a thought process. That's what it's for. You know, early on in my transformation, I did not have a lot of access to, or did not find more like it, audios that were specifically targeted to condition over and over certain thought processes and ways of thinking, I guess the best way to say that, often that I could repeat over and over again. But when I did find some out there, I used them over and over again, put play them in the background until I, apl- I was able to apply them in my daily activities. So the brain needs and loves rehearsal and repetition in order for it to learn something new. So that's what this audio is for. It's for you to play it over and over again until you learn whatever skill it's asking you or walking you through to do. I hope this is helpful to you on your new year and it gets you started to practice this radical acceptance business starting today, starting this moment, and you will find a lot of relief in doing so. The first experience of accepting radically is going to be a little bit of pain, but I'd rather you go through the quick pain and then the smooth ride after than keep avoiding the pain by creating this trauma within you of having opinions and, and, and saying it shouldn't be this way and complaining and sitting in distress and, and losing the quality of your life. You know, instead of all that, I'd rather you just go through the quick sh- shot of pain of accepting the reality of a situation and then moving towards problem solving towards whatever next step you have to do with clarity. I hope this was helpful to you guys. And I hope this answers for the listener. What is self-soothing and how to do it real quick? And this is the quickest way I could find. I'm giving you the tricks of the trade. Okay. (laughs) I love you guys. I'm really hoping that this year is even better for you than last year. I was recently listening to the radio. I heard a song that I've heard many times before, but I never heard it in the way I heard it. And it was by U2. I think the song called One, maybe. Uh, But anyways, the part that I thought was the most interesting and more useful for me in this time in my life is, and it really spoke to my heart, and I hope it speaks to yours. And it says, we are one, but we're not the same. We carry each other. We carry each other. And I hope this year for me, I get to see how I'm one with everyone, but I could have, and they could have certain things that help each other out with certain skills that were brought on this earth to help one another with, and we are all of value and we are all skilled in some way to carry each other. I really want to keep that in my, in the forefront for this year for me to continue to build on. Never heard this song this way as I did just recently. 
And I'm telling you, I heard the song many, many times. Just never this way. It never meant to me as much as it did this time. Thank you so much for joining me tonight. I'm sending you love and light. And this year will help carry each other. This has been an episode of Drive Through.